discussion on barbie oppenheimer if uh you know barbenheimer lived up to the hype the age of movies still going on uh and then stay tuned to an exclusive interview with uh tv movie content creator nate messer uh but first it's extremely uh extremely topical i think we had a great discussion it's worthy of a further great discussion dave portnoy buys back barstool 100 percent He's been through the churning group that was 10 years ago when that first kind of injected money and he wasn't the uh, sole owner anymore like Milton Tough, right? Uh, they go from that to Penn. They're all in on gambling and now they're back to uh, the pirate ship, so to speak, old bar stool. Uh, Jack, any thoughts on uh, the news of the week? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think you and I kind of are seeing it differently. Like, I think, I don't know if you still think the same, but I think that uh, he just, because what I read was that the, basically like for them to get this deal done, they had to drop Barstool, but since they're in a contract, like they can't just drop them. I could have that wrong. So then Dave like gets, so then Dave's like, Hey, like, that's fine, but like sell it to me back or, or just give it to me. I could be way wrong on that, but I think I think you're you got a point. There is a lot to be said about contractual law, especially in 2023. Like when you enter these, I mean, even just in the construction I did, like when people are signing deals for millions of dollars, there's mm-hmm. there's definitely stipulations. So um that's a fair point. I don't know if I don't know, Corby, you want to follow that up? Well, I just thought it, it's interesting because it's like, uh, you know, he pays, it reads as if he paid nothing to buy it back, which doesn't make any sense because we're talking about contracts. So he sold 100% of Barstool to Penn. That closed, I think, in January to where, and it was all sport, Barstool Sportsbook, Barstool Sportsbook. Hey, gamble with us. Hey, the personalities. Hey. You know, you love rigs. Throw this three-person golfer parlay plus 300 and lose all your money. You know, like, that's the whole thing. It's like, hey, get this customer base, which is rabid, which is loyal, uh, to sign up and spend their money. But it's like, so, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. That's the reason this ended, right? Because I I would guess that people would thought this is premature. Like, this was, you know, a lot of things have happened, too, because they strike this deal, COVID happens, right after they go public, and then the price tanks, goes back up, and then, like, everyone else kind of just, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth during this recession, not recession. But... Why would the even Dave in the emergency press conference says I've bought back Barstool and it's reading like for zero? Why would the terminology even be bought? Why why couldn't it have been reacquired? Why wouldn't he have been the first to have said that? And like he also said, hey, win win for Penn, win win for us. That that's definitely true because Barstool gets to go back to being old school Barstool. They'll succeed still and doing their own thing. Penn, 
like you said, like we talked about, they went from, okay, we've established a sports book. We've got a customer base. We've got everyone's emails, even if they don't want it. Now we've got ESPN. And how many more emails are coming in out of that? Bought matters a lot rather than like, what, what's the other alternative? Gifting? Like on, on, on tax documents, right? So like having to buy, and that's, I was just going to add the whole thing. It's funny because if he bought it, let's just say for a penny, right? Like right. had to technically buy it. Um, that's going to be a big tax issue because it's like, well, you bought it for this. So does that mean that its value is here? And then it's a public, like there is an issue looming there. And I feel like, I feel like anything's possible today where you could technically, you could, you could write into a contract, I think that we will buy, we will purchase, or sorry, we'll sell this to you, Dave Portnoy for like later determined amount, TBD amount. I don't know. What's up, Jack? You got some deals? Uh, yeah. Within the last hour, according Ooh. to securities filing, the purchase price was $1. Get the fuck so- out of here. Was Joe, was it Joe Pomp again? No, it's not. It's like I searched. If you search Dave Portnoy, one dollar. Like it's on Bloomberg too. So the reason I'm in such disbelief of that is because it's like, from just a standoff leverage standpoint, they own 100 percent of the company. They could have just sold the furniture, made money back. They could have just said, "Hey, write it off." They made that back in stock price in the after hours yeah. from just news off that deal with ESPN. Why would they sell it one? Why would they sell it back to Dave unless it was, you know, a good faith measure for one dollar? You know, I just don't understand why they would do that out of the goodness of their heart. Does Dave have something on them? What's going on there? I think it was because he agreed to not get into the I don't know. I, I just the non-compete. Well, I was gonna say, do you think a non-compete goes both ways? That that there was something in the contract that like it's like they, if they're with Barstool, they can't go to ESPN. So Dave like had him like locked. That would be my thought. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm not, super interesting. Yeah. I'm also, not. also, until who knows what the original purchase contracts said to like, we're, yeah. we're not even t- like, hey, if something goes awry in the first three years, did Dave have the right to buy it back for a dollar? Like, you know, that mm-hmm. could have just been a sentence in the 500 page document that his lawyer said, Hey, 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 right. Like we don't know, but making sense of it is definitely difficult. (laughs) It maybe it is a win, win, win for everyone. Right. But my thing is like, uh, just from just, just looking at it, like barstool is they're a newspaper. They're, uh, Hey, barstool gold. Hey, we're going to give us all, you know, throw all your money. We're now all into, we're a gambling company. We're doing gambling. That's how, what we were in our roots. Okay. Wait, three years later. No, we're not a gambling company. We're back to old bars to old 10 years. Yeah. Operationally what's going on from here and where's the money coming from? I know they have brand deals and whatnot, but I, I just thought like it, it, there's gotta be, it's not going to be, I don't think it's just smooth sailing. Like this doesn't no. just happen, and it's like, hey, we're we're actually great because of this. I feel like there's got to be some reason this happened, and yeah, they're pivoting, and I think they'll be able to, you know, steer these waters and do well out of it. But it, I mean, all of a sudden, it's it's a huge change in the middle of uh, August. Well, my final thought on it is, I feel like 
there's got to be something with a stipulation of a non-compete. And even though it seems like they're dumping it, it's like from a business standpoint, it's like you go to ESPN, that means you're under Disney, who's one of the like, like. It's safer. Yeah. Biggest players in the world. And I saw a tweet that I thought was kind of interesting is like, oh, now this Pat McAfee contract makes a lot more sense. Because he was with FanDuel. And like on that note, how about ESPN making money moves again, right? Like, oh, they're woke. No one watches Sports Center anymore. Well, they like this dude Bob Iger, I think, uh, and Jimmy Pitaro, like they have made moves lately. They're getting uh you said it, McAfee. First take is now all of a sudden gonna be Stephen A and you know, Shannon. Yeah. Uh reportedly it- getting coward back, and now they're into the ESPN bet. Aren't they getting Richard Sherman on first take too? What uh he he's going with Skip. Oh, he's going with Skip. That's right. Yeah, That's right. yeah. So he's on FS1. Uh, so like, what does this mean for Mean Girl Pod? You know, like, are we still gonna see? Are we still gonna? Is old Barstool back? Or are we still gonna see uh, the good old Instagram of shit no one wants to see? I was thinking about that exactly too. Like the win-win from a uh, Penn's perspective of like, dude, they really now don't have to worry about the PR situations no. that can come from being creative. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, they knew what they were getting into. They were getting into that fan base, uh, but they also knew, you know, maybe they were going to have to scramble. And like, you know, Minty's trending number four yesterday. And it's like, I think everyone (laughs) understands Minty's a good guy who made a mistake, you know, and it's like, but what? Dave literally bought the company back just so he could hire Minty to make a point. You know, what did like, he do? He like accidentally said the n-word while singing a song or something. Was that exactly right? on a live stream? So, yeah, while reciting a, a rap song. So then, uh, and then he started selling brick watches or brick co watches, and now he's back <laughs> at bar. That video was pretty funny of him driving yeah. down the highway on his way back to Barstool. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He's so <laughs> yeah. I'll ride with you, bro. I'll ride. There's been it's some so pretty amazing. funny videos though of Dave today, like walking. Well, around so that's place. that's that's my follow up question is. Barstool's back. Barstool's back. It's trending. Okay, you know, that makes news. And, you know, even if they didn't win that deal yesterday or whatever happened yesterday, they were in the news, and that's a win. Okay, so... Everyone's saying, yeah, the old Barstool's back. Who listened today? You know, who just said it? Who actually listened today? Like, I wonder if on the numbers that actually made an impact or if it's still kind of where they're at. I just wanted to add to, like, uh, where's the money coming from? Just doing some math, like average cost to sponsor a podcast today for a thousand episodes is about $25 per minute. Mm-hmm. That's just averages I'm seeing online. So if you take Joe Rogan, who listen, has an average of 11 million listeners per episode, that basically means to give a 60 second ad in his episodes is about a 200 to 300 K bill. So let's call it 250 K. So sponsoring something like pardon my take dude yeah that that's that right there provides a lot of money um, well like uh they have a great sponsorship and ambassadorship with high noon like a dude wipes i don't know if they're still with them yeah. rollback like they've got deals in place but Mugsies. obviously you know if that was their core business was gamble with us gamble with us gamble with us and now all of a sudden that's gone like that's gotta be, you know, like Erica's gotta have. We haven't heard heard from her, you know, the person behind the scenes. I don't think. Uh, she, correct she, me. she tweeted a like a like she 
she like a right like a writing pirate ship or whatever yeah Yeah, talking about how like well a little paragraph about how like that they're back and like how she can't wait to see what the future holds and then signed it viva so i don't know it's it's gotta be exciting it's gotta be scary too at the same sorry alex no just uh like shame on me for not maybe doing my full homework but what is the outcome of barstool betting then or books or whatever no, yeah, so that's a great question because uh, so basically Barstool, so somehow he retained everything Barstool Sports, but not Barstool Sportsbook. So okay. Barstool Sportsbook, as we know it, social, data, physical sportsbooks, rip off the signage, it just becomes ESPN bet. They're literally just oh. making that transformation and ESPN's taking over. Win for ESPN uh, because they're getting into that game. Well, and I, that, that brings up, sorry. Uh, that just brings me to the point that I, I don't know if we said it yet when I was doing the math. Um, like, I know there is a lot of bad blood between the part of my take crew and ESPN now. Which and I think that's gone. Was... I think it's water under the bridge from both you sides. Think? But yeah, at least from what I've gathered. But Brian, you sorry, you were saying something. OK, because I just didn't. I. I just Go thought. Ahead, sorry, I keep talking. I uh, I just thought that. um knowing Dave, his little bottles and his vendettas that he has yeah, against some people, I could imagine ESPN is up there. And if he caught word okay. that ESPN is basically getting in on their name or betting stuff, he probably was like, like, you know, pull it from them as quick as he could. That's very large speculation. Yeah, he was strangely like pretty cordial about, hey, they these guys have a great partnership. We separated. We're moving on. Right? Sure. I was just going to say, just going back to the point of what happened to Barstool Sportsbook. So, like, let's say you had a future place with Barstool. Are you now, instead of logging into the Barstool app to see that, you've now got to log into, like, ESPN app to see that? How's like, that? or are you all frozen up until they actually yeah. make that transformation? Here's one better. Uh, so all the Barstool personalities, they could, hey, you know, tail me on this parlay on the Barstool Sportsbook. We got this boosted app. Are ESPN personalities going to be able to bet because Barstool Sportsbook and Penn are not licensed in Connecticut, which is where yeah. Bristol, Connecticut, cool. ESPN is. Um, last thing on that, I mentioned ESPN is getting, you know, it's exciting to see what they're going to have this fall. McAfee, first take, you know, reinvented and, you know, embracing betting. Like, you know, for betters, you've checked out maybe – like they've had an ESPN two show, like Bet the Edge. They've had podcasts. Now they're full on going, uh, full on betting, which I'm excited for. But you know, it's probably going to be watered down. How about uh, maybe they don't want Colin Coward anymore? Did you see his uh, mix up this week? Holy shit, say, bro! I was just say that. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> when I worked for Fox Sports Radio, we were a uh, the affiliate in Rapid City. So we did four to six Mountain, our local time. So then uh, throughout the day, you get the satellite, the national, like, all right, we do, uh, we did Dan Patrick, Colin Coward, Gottlieb into us. Like Coward's great. Gottlieb is so lazy. Dan Patrick's great, but he's old. You can tell Colin Cowherd ever since he left ESPN, went to Fox, got big money deal. He's, I think he literally has it written in his contract where he gets head massages every day from a staffer. So he gets everything written for him and that is just so lazy the the quarterback it must be august 9th quarterbacks who colin coward thinks isn't going to win a super bowl 
you know, just like such an arbitrary fucking graphic, lazy enough to have people like Paxton Lynch in there, people out of the NFL, Manziel might have been on there, and then uh, Dwayne Haskins. And it would have been one thing to just have it on there, but <laughs> Colin doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's reading the graphic. He just reads Haskins' name, and it gets so mad at the graphics truck for <laughs> making an error. Quarterbacks that can win the Super Bowl, not can't. Not the guy who passed away, you know, not even a year ago. Uh, and you're supposed to be the king sports talker. Dude, yeah, that's – some of those interns need to be fired. That reminds me of, like, I forgot. I think it was this year, last year at one of the NBA Finals games, they did a pan over of New York City, and someone noticed that the Twin Towers were still in it. It was like oh a Oh, my video. God. It was like a like video a late... that long ago. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. So, wait, did you say that Colin Coward gets everything written for him? Correct. He has, like, literally, he'll walk in, you know, say he comes on from, like, 9 to 12 Central or something. Maybe it's 10 to 1. And he'll probably roll in 30 minutes before air, and he has got a list of, hey, Colin, I think this will be viral today. Let's do let's do Baker Mayfield stats in the A block. He literally, he'll tape shit, too, and, like, replay it for the 12 o'clock hour. It's crazy. So some opinions aren't his own, but instead of the writer's. So it's like, it, it's almost like SNL, you know what I'm saying? Or it's like Stephen Colbert. It's like, he so has like a writer. Night, so yeah. that's exactly. So that's Colin. It's like, Hey Colin, you, this is one of your takes Baker Mayfield wearing a backwards hat. Let's really go in on it today. Here, here's a line. Yeah. I think I like. You know? Yeah. JJ Reddick kind of talks about that. Like he like dances around how, like on one podcast, I listen that like, they tell you like, okay, you might have to take this side of things today. Right. Like, yeah. No, like think stupid. about when like Max Kellerman, that viral clip of him yelling, I'm taking Iguodala. Like, come on. I'll like, take Iguodala. Uh, I don't think anyone told him that. I think Kellerman was literally well, like, you know what, guys, I've got to take today. I'm taking well, been, Iguodala. Sorry. I've been feeling that way <laughs> on college game day when they do like picks. Yeah. Like, just like watching it over the years, sometimes I'm just like, I don't even care much about the personalities on the show for real. I can't even name one of them to be honest but i i'm just like it feels like they always go in a narrative sort of thing method i don't know or there's always got to be a one against the crowd or something like it doesn't always feel uh, genuine that that's their pick especially on games that you know they don't care about and nowadays the writers are just like hey can someone just hold up lee corso until the end of these two hours but (laughs) gotta make sure he knows what day it is yeah devil's advocate devil's advocate we're moving into a direction of like ai writing scripts and that sort of stuff so like would you prefer the guy to have writers or would you prefer him to be utilizing like new tech i don't know that's a good point it's hard i'm still we'll discuss this in a second like i'm I'm trying to figure out how ai fits into the sports world like you're already seeing shit where it's like hey AI is picking stocks like veteran in some freaking, uh, you know, actual firms. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Colin uh, steps in it. Uh, this is also sad. Tory Lanes gets 10 years. Thoughts on this? Uh, that was kind of crazy. Came down this week. When I said it to Darian, my lady, she, uh, she goes, who's Tory Lanes? And I tried to play some songs and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't really. I never really listened to this guy, so I don't I don't know if I even care. 
Dude, I think he's most viral right now for the Aiden Ross freestyle. Like, that's the first <laughs> thing that comes up for me when I think Tory Lance. But uh, 10 I, years, Jesus. Yeah, I think, well, I think that – sorry to overtalk. I think anyone – I think they do need to kind of set a precedence with – not to be political, but, like, guns and misuse of guns like come on let's be so safe what, what technically was it was it uh for shooting or like oh, was it manslaughter or attempted no, manslaughter? He, he shot Stallion in the foot right but what was the technical charge that he's going away for because oh, of that? i'm not sure i'm gonna figure this one out was it like unlawful fi- like firing of a firearm or endangerment or something like that it must have been they're definitely making an example of him <laughs> And I feel like we haven't heard much from Megan the Stallion out of this. You know, like she's been You did when quiet. it was very first happening. Right. Were very, they together? Was that what the uh It was rumored. Sure. That was but, during the pandemic, 2020. And uh yeah, he's going away. So I think I saw he's gonna serve eighty five percent, which is like Jesus. So that's still freaking Yeah. I, I can't read and a half years. I I haven't found the technical term they use in court, but it's it's basically misuse, firing, and in, in yeah. a public situation. I think he's been charged with multiple things where it's like misuse of a it firearm, assault with a firearm, blah, 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 blah. It's also um, in California. They probably have pretty gun laws, like right? Using, using, especially, I don't know, remember where he was, but Pretty much every state, if you're found with like alcohol in your system and a firearm, it's a lose lose battle every day. So, hmm. um, R.I.P. Angus Cloud. Um, was it? Yes. I, I don't really know if it was it suicide, but uh, rest in peace. Regardless, I just thought it was super cool how the dude never acted gets found for Euphoria, and he was still like the realest character on Euphoria that everyone um, kind of fucked. Hey, with. he thought he was getting scammed when the casting act lady came up to him on the street she thought he was she was fucking with that (laughs) wait so was it uh self-harm i it was it was overdose but his mom claims that he wasn't trying to kill himself it was an accident but it was a use shortly after the passing of his father right that's right Um, yeah so like i i mean tough it's a hard one to call but if you wanted my honest opinion, I would say it has something to do with a little bit of like wanting to numb that pain. The exactly, yeah. Try he's dealing with pain regardless. Um, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. Obviously, no one knows, but maybe not trying to kill himself, but like Bersick said, just numb the pain. He took it too far. Exactly. Well, that he really he really overshadowed. Pee Wee Herman died on the same day, but no one talked about that. How about Dude. that? So, what's he a... best known for? Pee Wee Herman. Your Herman. His name's Paul Rubens, but being Pee Wee oh. Herman. Yeah. He was like, from what? Why do I old. not know this guy? Okay, so he was on. Yeah, like, called the banking it in a movie theater. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, him. Pee Wee's Big Adventure, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Oh, he's also in. Dylan, you might know him from this. He's in. He's in Blow. He's the dude Johnny Depp gets. Yeah. Sell Blow at first, like when he's Matilda, or he's in Matilda. He is Matilda. (laughs) For Christmas, he. I mean, I just remember him. uh, 
wasn't it like won't you be my neighbor was that his show no that was something else that mr rogers that was yeah, mr that rogers was um how about this guy the japanese man who uh becomes a dog he paid uh what was it four grand for the uh most realistic dog the dogs for a realistic dog costume and he's literally you know jesus christ he's walking around on all fours in this costume dogs are freaking out going by him <laughs> like um, 14 grand like why but, would yeah. you that? like but hey you know what more po- if it's if he's able to like maintain a job and a life and a family whatever his lifestyle is and this is his free time you know but i don't think he is that's that's what i'm wondering <laughs> he's able to maintain a fourteen thousand dog suit but well, um, chicks, chicks do a lot of body augmentation for that price too hey yeah to each his own i guess is the right answer so wait is it a suit or did he get like shit done to his body no, it's like a full, like, it's a costume, but, like, you, it's if like, I didn't tell you, we'll clip this up. We'll throw I've a video seen on him. It. I've yeah. seen him. I didn't know if it was a suit or, like, because it looks so realistic. Exactly. I think I would yeah. give, I think if I saw it in person, I'd be like, what's wrong with this dog? Like, why, yeah. Right. It looks kind of, like, deformed. It'd be like, like a street performer. I'd be like, what the hell is going on over here? Well, how about this? People are calling cap on uh, this sun bear in either Japan or China. My mistake if I didn't get that right is accused of being a man in a costume. So I don't even know what to tell the oh. difference. Here's the Japanese dog. I mean, even the face looks fake. It's like, all right, go on. It's like, all right, damn, you you aced everything else, but uh, what's going on up there? It looks like a taxidermy or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A stuffed animal. It, yeah. yeah. He's like rolling over and shit. Massive. I don't know. He's fucking... Some- Biggest collie I've ever seen. Yeah, it was like first ever walk then, in public. And then you said Sorry. the Chinese sun bear. Sorry. Yeah, uh, so there's a, this sun bear. Apparently, it looks like someone's literally in a costume, but they're it swearing looks, that it, it looks like the meme of that dude who's like super top heavy, but doesn't have an ass in the jeans, <laughs> like from the back. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at the, the one on the fence. Yeah, the fence. Yeah, down the road. Trying not to click on a video here. Hold on. There you go. What is that? The one bear? that Go to the one under that. But yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, dude is fucking rolling back there. Um, For that, I've seen people post videos that have been like, this is how sun bears just look. They just go, Yeah, no, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that it actually is. Um, well, actually, I don't really know how to tell the difference, but, you know, how can we too? Because now the latest thing, too, in our weekly AI update is there's now AI influencers. Have you seen this where it's literally... Yeah, it's literally they're making like, you know, influencer models who are just AI. They're not actually real people. It's just like chicks in bikinis that look real as day, but they're not. They're AI. Are yeah. they like talking like influencers, too? No, they're, they're... Uh, I've seen some of those. Yeah, but more or not, it's just uh, the photos. Yeah, the ones I've seen, they're literally have partnerships with like actual brands. And they just like it's like them <laughs> posting a picture. It's like, that... what? yeah, no like, brainer if you're a company. You know, like yeah. that's that's what's so scary. It's like holy shit, AI is just seamlessly like no brainer for some of this shit. This yeah. freaks me out just because like it leads me to a bad taste in my mouth. Well, that's the other thing too, is like I thought I would say broadcasters, right? We can't uh, you know, but then you got the AI Joe Rogan, you got the AI Drake, you got AI influencers. Um, and I saw I think it was in the New York Times where they 
it was some obscure sport where it was like it might have been Olympic highlights, but uh, one of the streaming companies they were pumping out the highlight packages with AI broadcasters. So like the broadcast, they would just pick a voice and they were just describing the, you know, and that's what's interesting because people love to hate on Joe uh, Buck. People also love a good announcer and people are also kind of indifferent. So I don't know if it's like, Hey, maybe they're like, Hey, I don't care. Give me NFL Sunday football. And I don't care who's calling it. Or maybe we're like, Hey, I need at least an announcer and not a computer. I think I don't. I guess I don't know if you got a really good AI in front of me. If I could even tell the difference, so that's also the other thing. All right, Oppenheimer thoughts. Um, I loved Albert Einstein. It was great. Uh, it was like you know Christopher Nolan had so many goddamn actors in there. He was parading everyone. Three hours in the theater. I was still soured on the whole theater going experience. Um, and I don't know. I like. I love Christopher Nolan. He's my favorite director. Is he losing his touch or am I just getting too used to excellence? Because it's like, I feel like after Tenant, well, it's been the last three, Dunkirk, Tenant, and now uh, Oppenheimer, I'm kind of like, was that his best? You know, he's he's got such a deep roster. So maybe I'm just sacrilegious for asking it. I thought it was definitely better than Tenet yeah. and and Dunkirk as well. I, okay. I don't know if it's in my like top three for Christopher Nolan films. So what would it I, be? It's I Interstellar, it was... Inception, and then probably Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight for me. Dark Mine Knight. Would be Sorry. Dark Knight one, Interstellar two. Honestly, probably like the Prestige for three. The for Prestige oh, yeah. got to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I'm with you there. Yeah, but um. I thought it was a really good movie. It's just a lot to die. It doesn't give you any time to digest anything while you're watching yeah. it. And there's so many different characters. There's so much going on with yeah. the plot line. I would just love to be able to watch it. I've said this so many times with subtitles next time, just so I can make sure I'm grasping. You can't even under fucking stand Albert Einstein, what he's saying. Half the time. Yeah, I know. Cool. Than when he's like, he's like, Robert, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> like um, that no, yeah, like exactly. I want to rewatch it now that I know. Like I, I knew he was doing timelines, but then it, it was black and white. It wasn't black and white. I didn't realize that was the timeline difference. Like you really have to watch, and that's kind of the brilliance of Christopher Nolan is you have to watch his movies a couple times, yeah. like to fully understand or feel like you fully grasped the movie, so to speak. Hence why I watched Interstellar. The same thing, okay. I watched it so many times with like subtitles because I was so like, I was like, oh, they're actually talking real science. Like this is like, he gets a lot of facts, right? And so it does help you understand what they're saying. Yeah. I liked, uh, what'd you guys think about? Was it worth it? Was the IMAX? Uh, did you feel the nuclear blast? Was it? Uh, we didn't, it, every IMAX is sold out still. Yeah, I... So, like, you know what I'm talking about. I don't think it's spoilers, but I liked how they kept you guessing. You know, Josh is, Josh Peck's, like, greatest moment in movie yeah. history is hit the finger <laughs> over the button. But you're like, holy shit, you're waiting for it. You're, like, in the seat. You're like, fuck. You're like, is it fucking coming now? And then you, it'll pause, and it sneaks up on you. Um, It was fast-paced, well, and then it was slow. Like, it was intriguing. But, again, yeah. I thought I the just first was hour was very slow. And yeah. then after that, it got a lot better. Laid the ground. I was Did like, what, I was like, what the fuck when it didn't explode? But then someone told me 
when you're that far away, that's how yeah. long it would take to actually hear it, which was cool. But also the black and white villain is supposed to be Chris Nolan said all from Robert Downey Jr.'s point of view. No, movie. exactly. And yeah, I had to, I realized that when I, you know, read about it after the movie, I was like, wait a second. Okay. Uh, I thought the patented Nolan ending, he did well there too. That was a pretty, I thought it was a good ending. Yeah. I like, I liked the last end of the movie, like when the wife, like, pricks the lawyer like when she's like, yeah sitting. that part was good and then like so i thought the ending i liked the ending a lot um barbie though uh see that was the other thing too was would you argue that oppenheimer was a little bit overhyped like still a great movie but was it just overhyped maybe a little bit uh, i think maybe, yeah i could you i think you could definitely make that argument it would you say that for barbie a hundred percent yeah and Barbie like more than doubled at the box office than Oppenheimer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think anything Christopher Nolan puts out is from like now on is just well, like even like just because he's had so many great movies, everyone hypes it's automatically going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Scorsese's like, Drake album. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the Oppenheimer, so still it got to, but Barbie. Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. Like saw that recently i thought it was my take was i thought the acting crew did a great job and similar to jack's take previously i uh i get it i there's a lot that i'm like i don't basically there's a lot of like i don't know you could just say like political or message going yeah and and i get it but then there's times that they contradicted that message and i was like maybe this is literally just a big barbie movie let's make money let's throw it out there like i I don't know if they i don't know so but at the end of the day i i appreciated the acting and i thought that was worth the ticket so i haven't seen barbie i just thought it was funny how you know ben shapiro felt the need to assert his you know yeah. like bill all these guys have to assert their you know masculine opinions of barbie right. um but jack you were super excited about it and you came away underwhelmed i mean yeah i don't know i was excited like bro, I, you were hype i'm pretty sure <laughs> i mean yeah probably but uh yeah i mean i didn't Love it. I thought Margot Robbie did awesome. I thought Will Ferrell was funny. And I thought Ryan Gosling did great too. Mm. So, I mean, I thought like, yeah, I was, I think it just like was like a lot. But like, I definitely think there was like funny parts for sure. You, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. The visuals too. Yeah. yeah. Say Brent, sorry. They did a great job with the visuals as okay. well. Yeah. Say. Um, yeah. Would I enjoy it uh, from you guys knowing me? Uh, um, I think you would just think it's like decent. Probably much. similar. Sure. Like you'd laugh if yeah. there's random ass shit like John Cena pops up for like 30 seconds. and like, That would probably make me die. That's yeah. I love a good John Cena reference. You'd, you'd enjoy it. I think Brennan's point very important here. I think they did a phenomenal job of like separating like the world that you're in at the time and like the scene and the set all that sort of stuff definitely was a good good job uh last thing for me before we get to the tea with jack d and then the nate messer interview uh check out all things tv and movies with him it's a great interview um it's no longer global warming i think i saw the article it's now global boiling uh (laughs) 
I'm going to fucking Hawaii on Friday. See, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. see Hawaii in the news today. How are yeah. you? Are you gonna go after that today? Yo, what happened? Yeah. The island's still there. Fire. Like Maui was completely on fire. Like people were like jumping, like wildfires. People were jumping in the ocean. Yeah, oh it was bad. It was yeah. bad. Poor, like you know, prayers out to Hawaii for sure. Because mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to try to deal with that. So your trip's all good though, Dylan. Like, <laughs> Might have to call the hotel. Uh, <laughs> that's future Dylan's problem. We'll uh, check back next week. Well, potentially two weeks because I'm hoping to go to Hawaii. Uh, all right, let's get to the tea with Jack D. All right, um, let's get to it. Uh, the FBI fatally shoots a man in Utah who is threatening Biden. They were serving a warrant at his house, and I guess they, he, I don't know, who knows what happened, but he, like, came at them, and they shot and killed him. So I uh, I haven't done stuff. my due diligence on this, but I, I saw people were like, why didn't they do this to Kathy Griffin? You know, like, huh? There's going to be so much stupid political talk from this. How about, I mean, how about, oh, my God, the women's national team losing? It was, you know, like, that was just like, it was it was lighter and, you know, fluid. You know, just a gas can soaked with newspapers. And That's shit. what I'm saying. It's stupid. And we can't even just take away the, like, facts of, like, don't post shit like practice good gun safety stuff like that kind of goes back to that point like don't if you're political like if you're going to post a lot about guns and all that shit don't share your political opinion or if you're going to post a lot about your political opinion don't be dumb i don't know it's just a very dumb situation and now it's going to just fuel to the fire policy yeah it sucks all right. Um, Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't like. Yeah. I yeah. sometimes catch myself like going down a rabbit hole about politics on TikTok, and then I'm like, my fucking head hurts. I can't. Right. Like, right. I and and all things aside, stupid idiot. Don't you play stupid games? Fuck around. Find out. Yeah. Like that kid from Chesterfield that drove the U-Haul into the White House. If anyone's oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. All right, we already talked about Maui on fire. Um, biggest jackpot ever, $1.58 billion finally won in Florida. I feel like it's always Florida or California that wins. I don't know. Is it a bunch of retirees playing? It's got to be, or it's just like in bumfuck middle of Florida, like the like the Everglades or whatever. But lucky then, that's sick. I bought a ticket. I did not win. <laughs> That'd be so Florida. I need a ticket. um so apparently this cage fight with elon and zuckerberg is actually happening but elon apparently has to get surgery on his neck and back before so i don't know how that works but i think elon's being a pussy and scared you do he's gonna get his ass looked he's gonna curl that 45 has to get surgery yeah I think that lost a lot of steam. Like now I saw it today. It's like, yeah, it's on. It's for charity. And I don't know. I feel like people are on to the next thing. Well, probably because people don't always agree with like political stuff, but I think it's cool that even Zuckerberg, they want to give it to vets. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing it for charity. Yeah. Yeah. But Zuckerberg's been hanging out with Izzy, Israel. (laughs) Yeah. They've been training. They were literally 
water skiing together. It was all over like Israel's story. And he's like, look at that dude at Zuckerberg. But yeah, I don't know. He's in great shape. So I think he'd beat the shit out of him. Any Jake Paul, uh, Nate Diaz uh, thoughts? I mean, he, I, I saw like the line. I was like minus 400. I was like, oh, wow. You know, and I did, I saw he just crushed him by decision. Or it was underwhelming. Jake yeah, right. The start of the first round. You know what's exciting to me, though? Uh, what is well, Dylan Danis is probably going to drop out, but the the Logan Paul Dylan Danis fight, but that's on the undercard of KSI Tommy Fury. That's wow. interesting to me because KSI. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw a. Uh, it was like Jake Paul's next fight should be against uh, that Washington baseball guy who laid a haymaker in that fight the other night. <laughs> oh yeah, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, I was like, that would be actually a good celebrity matchup right there. That was crazy. You got clocked. Yeah. Um, the Tate brothers have been released mm-hmm. so. from house arrest, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Tristan Tate did an interview on Tucker, so I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, did that's right. Also, the dude did an interview with Tucker who testified against Hunter Biden the other day. That was kind of interesting. If we want hmm. to talk about it. But, uh, his, <laughs> his old business partner for like seven years talking about how joe used to facetime in at the uh meetings with the foreign people kind of interesting oh it's uh, definitely interesting but uh also just on that the the cocaine was the cocaine was pinned on a uh Kamala. on a family orbit i think they called it yeah the biden family orbit <laughs> so yeah. it was, was someone uh Average UPS drivers now to make up to 170k, which is being someone who I, I see and I work with some of these drivers daily. Um, that you got to take worth the grain of salt, but there's something to be said about those long haul guys. Yeah, I, have, truck. I saw that. That was interesting to me. It's like uh, I, I've yeah, likewise. I've I knew people that worked like those hours during college, where it was like you know 4 a.m and shit you know for but yeah they're getting paid a lot of work i think i think to some extent we got to pay truck drivers because we all want our stuff in two days now so um let's get ai to drive it though right i mean we'll get there with uh elon's dude i could never fucking do that my mom tried to get me in college on a winter break they had ups helpers and you literally sat in the truck and ran the packages out. Paid like 30 bucks an hour. But I was yeah. like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Dude, I've seen on TikTok a couple times where it's like my my afternoon is a truck driver or whatever. And he'll like he'll yeah. park on the side and it's like his own nook. He's got Netflix in his fucking car. Every comment's like, can I be a truck driver? <laughs> I'll have to send you this dude I follow who's like a little person from Africa. He's a truck driver in America. And okay. He sing. He makes like videos singing. He's fire. It's definitely um, interesting. Like cats. Like my neighbor across the street. He like retired, but he did that for about twenty years, and uh, like just was able to make good money and has a bunch of cash now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of money, we don't have credit card debt hits one trillion dollars for the first time in America. Happy to help. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no both um this is kind of interesting u.s citizens will now need to pay for a visa to travel to europe starting in 2024 
So it's really? once, you, once you get it, it's active for three years, and then you have to like re. re it's like a freaking toll almost. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Which I wonder if there's something to be said. Like, I've never thought about it until I saw that news. I was like, I wonder. Like, that's probably fair. Like the cost of traveling and whatnot. Um, there's probably some sort of like reasonable reason why you got to do it. So I I didn't think it was bad news. I was like, uh cost a lot to especially over there when you're crossing borders so much like i don't know yeah um yeah i don't i mean i don't think it's a huge deal it sounds like they're going to approve everyone so like right uh a peruvian village the whole village is terrified saying they're under attack by from seven foot tall armored aliens so much they called in the peruvian military what do you see that uh i think i saw something out of florida where um looked like a ufo just something like passing by over the skyline and yeah what why is uh, how about the ufo hearing i mean it's basically everything we already know but how about that guy confirming like hey we (laughs) we found non-human remains yeah they called a body apparently yeah (laughs) do you guys feel like this is happening like just on a cycle at this point well i think it's i don't know like you used to hear about all the time you know in your local paper in new hampshire you know alien sighting now i think we just all have the technology people are just fucking opening their eyes and it's you know being like disseminated yeah hey are you fucking right. seeing this shit you know and that's what i i'm like is it just the fact that we spread info that quick nowadays or hard to hide something or is it is it just like a cyclical um i don't know news piece at the but i i don't know it it's intriguing it, it, it's like true crime people like aliens uh, yeah i mean i like aliens so. oh yeah in one of my political tiktok rabbit holes it was talking about how it's like timing with the biden yeah like, right and shit like that was that. during the uh, train derailment i remember yeah. uh, back super bowl or you got to like, take like what i just going to say and the whole like Titanic thing. That's mm-hmm. another conspiracy that that was during a bunch when a bunch of Ocean Gate. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I think I always take those with like what I mean grain of salt of like what's what's both ends of the spectrum, you know what I mean? And uh and I always try to give both sides a fair thought of like like is this timing? Is this perfect timing or like what are what are they trying to keep quiet or is it really just same difference? We spread info so much, and we're not actually supposed to take in all of the shit that's going on 20 miles away, 30 miles away, 3,000 miles away. See, that's when my head starts to hurt because I just sit there. I know, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. That's when I just go watch. I'm like, I got to get off this. Yeah. Uh, X or X, Twitter X is auctioning off items from the former Twitter headquarters. So you could potentially buy the Twitter bird if you wanted it. Dude, I'm what? still not used to uh, like the notifications seeing it on my phone. I'm like, what the yeah. why is the Xfinity home app fucking notifying me? I'm not even on on Sorry. Twitter. I, just Next. not being on it. I see uh I see like posts like people on Instagram posting people's tweets and I'm like, what is this spam they're posting? Because like I don't recognize it at all. Dude, I'm honestly oh, no. like 
Like, is this what? true social? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what social media app is my go-to anymore? I feel like more times than not, I'm sitting on the can just like, Jesus. You know, I open up Instagram, I'm like, this was a terrible mistake. There's nothing on here. I'm not even, you know, I'm looking at accounts I don't even follow. Twitter, there's ads everywhere. TikTok, I'm laughing for, you know, two minutes, and then I'm not getting shit. Uh, I'm going to agree more. I picked up cat clans again because of that. I think I still am Twitter the most. No, same. Yeah, Twitter would be TikTok is like, all right, you know, if I if it's funny, I'll keep going. If nothing's there, all right, what's trending on Twitter? Let's see what's good. TikTok's funny and there's rabbit holes, but like Twitter's just like Mm -hmm. there's bullshit with the ads and stuff, but it's still better. There's just so much. There's just a lot more content. And Twitter like when I have to I read a tweet and it takes me a second to get it and then it's fucking hilarious. Like I think that's the best shit in the world. Yeah. And I start laughing alone. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more with the like uh sitting on the can and you see like uh something on Instagram and it's like follow this person, follow this person, follow this person. I'm like, you're just feeding me crap. Like I, I yeah. now I'm just pissed yeah. off and I want to, I hate that. when it's like, and it's from like 20 days ago. I'm like, can I get yeah. an up to date feed? You right. Know, yeah. Like the good right. old days. Yeah. I just tried to like, I was last minute searching on like the explore page. I searched news. All the yeah. shit was coming up from fucking like early July. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's like who has all right who has money to do shit like this so party b got that water bottle thrown at her at that concert oh man yeah gronk spiked the mic back at the person who threw it her mic has a bid on ebay for ninety nine thousand dollars that she jesus christ that's yeah. a lottery ticket um so. do you see that that kai sanat that streamer that his holy you know, crap yeah, like he got arrested for like inciting a riot, basically. And like Yeah, and like I didn't really I mean, I get it. He had no, you know, he didn't he had no handle in the situation. Like he's got a huge audience. Hey, we're giving away free shit. You know, he should have known shit was crazy. But yeah, I felt like he got like what if he spends ten years in jail because of that? You know, like Tory Lanes or some shit. Yeah, and there's so many funny tweets about it. Like this generation's so sad. Like this is yeah. we haven't seen this shit since Michael Jackson, and then he was crowd surfing, and they literally handed him to the police. Like it was, it was yeah, I hated the guy who was like he was vlogging. He's like oh, he's like yo, and it's just like people like throwing shit. He's like yo, what's this guy doing? And he's just like throwing a cone. Like, yeah, it's sick, bro. Um. Taco Bell got sued for uh, miss. Uh, what's the word when you advertise something? It's not as it comes. False advertisement. Uh, yeah, because of like what the crunch wrap looks like to like what it actually looks like. And really, it's, like, pretty funny to think about because like definitely never looks like the picture when you get it. No. But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And then for suggestions. I watched the Manziel doc last night. Thoughts? Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I mean, I, I always, Johnny Manziel, like there was definitely a lot more like backstory and it sucks on the downfall he went on. But then I saw a tweet that made me think like, 
damn, maybe there could, it was like the Manziel doc was good, but it was like trying to fit formation into 70 minutes. And it was like, where was interviews with the teammates? It kind of just felt like it like fell off at the end. Was it but, by him? I mean, I love or like, did he sign it's, off it's on it? By that un- yeah. He's all, it's about that. It's by that untold series on Netflix oh, okay. that has yeah, all yeah. those. Yeah. But like, he's for sure. Like he got cashed out for it. Like he's in it. But like the first half is sick because it goes like it goes all the way from high school to like, and it talks the about hype. like the autograph shit and like they interview his friend who was like basically his E from Entourage like running the whole under the table autograph shit. So dude, him like- uh, leaving training camp on a flight to Vegas and wearing a fake disguise just to go yeah. out is still one of the funniest things ever. Or that they they secretly were tracking iPad hours for watching film. And he- <laughs> He got ass logged to zero. And in the in the documentary, they just pan to him and he's going like this. Zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah, it's like what they did to Jamarcus Russell. They get back in the days of they gave him a CD ROM and they're like, hey man, uh, what'd you see on tape? He goes, Yeah, the linebackers were really moving. They handed him a blank CD. And he, yeah. was, he was like, Yeah, man, all this shit was happening. And there was some That's tweet there. This dude watched literally zero hours of film and still averaged 300 more yards than Justin Fields. And like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and that's what I I really want to see it. Um, just because I always think there's very much two sides to like all these stories. So I want to see that side of it. It is nuts. Like, because they show the best part about it is how you really get to see like, it's like, I'll just let you guys watch it, but like how quickly shit changed for him. Oh yeah, like, right. After that Alabama game, it was like zero to one thousand. Well, and that's what like even um I got to see him play like you know genuinely uh what was A and M versus Mizzou at Mizzou I think our senior year and I just remember I remember that night because we rushed the field I believe if not no 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 that was a different game but anyways it's just like I got to see him in action and that was really cool we shut him down. And then, yeah, just watching that career, college football, stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, then I also watched the Steph Curry doc on Apple TV. I I enjoyed that one a lot. He's okay. got a cool story just because he was so – it's called underrated because he literally had yeah. one off Davidson and they, like, show all high school and everything, and it's pretty cool. And I also watched the Jake Paul doc. Um Makes you like – I mean, in my opinion, I made me like him a little more, but he's still such a D-bag. But, like – Did you see him and Logan going at it on Logan's podcast? That yeah. Was crazy. Stage. You think I, it was Cap? I mean, no. Well, they do talk about in the doc how they literally, like, they fucking be – Sibling their, rivalry, yeah. Like, older brother. They Apparently, when they first moved to Hollywood and they were, like, one and two and, like, YouTube, like, they didn't talk for – Well, long. and that's what's – they're gonna fight each other at some point. That's gonna yeah. sell. That's gonna sell huge. And I mean, they're good. I just I'm surprised that Jake hasn't made a WWE appearance with him. Yeah. Well, he's doing his own lane. I think it would be super cool because he's in respect to him. He wants to go fight MMA with yeah. Nick Diaz, uh, which is, I think would be interesting. It is pretty cool though that they talk about in the doc that I had no idea that his business partner. For the most valuable promotions is the former UFC CFO. Yeah. Yep. No, I remember that. That's why Dana and him have beef. 
Uh, dude, better Derek. That dude has me fucking weak. Yeah, dude. Like, how is that the dude they picked? Oh my god, dude. Him and Steining might fight on the undercard. They should, uh, dude. <laughs> better Derek's so skinny. <laughs> dude, so funny. Keep that same fucking energy. Yeah. Uh, and then last two suggestions. I told you I'd been slacking on the Americans, Dylan, but I'm ripping season two. It's great. It's so hype, dude. It's like I'm trying to explain it. It's like it's it's a lot like succession. It's like not that they, they don't really do anything, like, you know, it's but they the each season, you know, in some like suits falls off. Like these shows fall off. It hasn't fallen off yet. And I'm like getting close to the end. Like it's been consistent. That's great to hear. Um, and then another show that is just really bingeable. It's like one of those Netflix shows that's an easy watch, but it keeps you entertained. Is the Lincoln Lawyer? I would just watch. The oh, first sure. Season. You've seen that movie, right? I think we've talked yeah. about that with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but I just watched the first season of the show on Netflix, yeah. and season two just came out, so that's why I watched it. But yeah, it was entertaining for sure. Good stuff. That's the tea with Jack D. I'm off to Hawaii, hoping to avoid the wildfires and global boiling. Um, And then we'll be back in two weeks. We'll talk to you guys then. Thanks. Pleasure to get this guy on. This is Nathan Messer, a great follow on TikTok and Instagram. I encourage you. It's Nathan underscore Messer one on Instagram. Lose the one on TikTok. All things uh, movie, TV, gaming. Nate, thanks for uh, joining us. And tell me a little bit about your content creation and how you kind of got started into it. Yeah, first off, thanks for having me. Uh, how I got started, in it, uh, I don't know if you remember the high school days, but back then I, I got involved in like trick shot videos on Vine. And that was kind of the, the introduction to social media in some ways. Uh, went off to school and kind of stopped, stopped doing a lot of that. But my brother started picking it up again in college and, and he got, you know, pretty popular. He got a big following doing impressions and like comedy skits and stuff on, on, on both Vine. And then as that kind of integrated towards TikTok and Instagram, moved over to those platforms once Vine was shut down. And he, uh, COVID came around and he was like, dude, there's nothing to do. Just get on here with me. We'll make some funny videos and kind of get rolling. And so I did. And I, so I got on TikTok and, and Instagram and started posting some stuff. And then after a little while, I, I kind of found the market of content that I wanted to post that I was interested in, which was all the the movie stuff, reaction videos, you know, uh, just posting my thoughts, uh, doing reviews on, on movie and, and TV stuff. Yeah, I've loved it. And you've gotten to do a ton of cool stuff as well because of it. I've seen you've gone to movie premieres, like exclusive stuff. Has there been other cool stuff that you've really maybe not have thought of when you first hopped on TikTok that has kind of happened? And you're like, whoa, this is, you know, pretty damn awesome. Yeah, I mean, I never really expect any of that to happen. Um, I, I mean, probably like most people, they get on there and just do it for fun. And I still do it just for fun. As mm -hmm. soon as it feels like it's a hobby, or, or as soon as it feels like it's like a job and like something that I'm just forcing, I'm like, all right, I'm shutting down. I'm not posting anything for a couple of days and just kind of regroup. Um, I try to make sure that I stay in that space of, of why I started it in the first place, just for fun. And to kind of just share my thoughts on different episodes and movies. Um, but yeah, I never really expected. I've seen other content creators get to that point where they're going to premieres and all that stuff. And I always thought that'd be really cool, but I never really expected any of that. And then, Really, just the last month 
you know, few months or so is when those things kind of start trickling in. It's, it hasn't really been anything major, but yeah, a couple of premieres, you know, working with, with prime, uh, prime video and MGM and some of those things to do those experiences. Um, have been pretty neat, but aside from that, it's really just been, you know, uh, you know, working with partnering with different companies here and there for, for different stuff. But yeah. and like you said, I mean, you know, doing this as something you're enjoying, right. You, this would be something you're kind of doing and enjoying, even if the camera was off. So it's like, Hey, why right. not turn it on? You know, exactly. It, it was something I was already doing. You know, mm -hmm. my family has always been big, big movie TV people. So my brothers and I, we will watch something and then immediately, you know, hey, what'd you think? Let's talk about it. Same reason I started a Star Wars podcast, just because yeah. we follow the content and wanted to, we're already talking about it. So we're like, hey, let's just press record and do the same thing we're already doing. <laughs> yeah. And check that out on YouTube as well, the Star Wars podcast. Uh, so take us behind the scenes. You kind of talked about it. It's like, hey, you you want to put out good content, but you don't want to force it. You know, you're enjoying what you're doing. Is it like, hey, I'm trying to do something per day. Okay, maybe I don't have something today. I take a couple days off. Any like specific goals with how you've been doing the last couple of months? Yeah, I, I try to. That's a, that's a great question. I think it's a question that is constantly changing mm -hmm. um when it comes to some content obviously there's certain things that i know that i enjoy posting whether it's reactions or like reviews or just my thoughts on particular episodes or movies um so that stuff is pretty consistent uh a little a little different right now with all the strikes going on uh can't really right. post a ton of that stuff but um it 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 is interesting because you want to be different than what other people are posting in the same, same niche, but also just kind of be yourself. And so mm -hmm. I try to, when I make a reaction, I try to be genuine. I try, I don't, I'm not someone who posts like a reaction video. That's just like intentionally way over the top or like something that's just like kind of comes off fake. Uh, Cause I've seen those videos and although they're engaging, they're entertaining. I'm like, eh, what do you really think about this? Right, exactly. um, and so I try to be, you know, authentic in that way. If it could be a reaction where I'm just, eh, wasn't wasn't impressed but it is what it is i try to kind of be myself and then i also just follow the content that i enjoy so like i'm not going to do that for every single movie that's coming out mm -hmm. i'm going to do it for the movies i probably will go see um if it's something i'm probably not the most interested in i probably won't be covering it um not that there's anything wrong with just covering everything but when when you are covering a lot of things um i try to you know, pick my time wisely on what I, what I want to do and what I want to like touch on, which is why naturally a lot of my content ends up revolving around the star Wars, Marvel, some of the big franchises, because I'm already following all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Was there a surreal moment where you're like, Holy crap, I just got 12 million views on this thing. Or like, did you know when you were kind of like, I love your, you do a lot of lightsaber videos, which I think are super yeah. cool and super interactive. <laughs> And do you know going into that where you're like, oh, this might pop off, you know, or is it kind of like a surprise? You're like, damn, you know, this really took off. Yeah, sometimes it's both. Mm. It's a little bit of both. So the one thing, you know, for anybody that's interested in getting into like the social media, you know, TikTok, Instagram, they're all pretty much the same. They've got different algorithms, but they're all, you know, the short form video that have mm -hmm. algorithms to try and push your content out to new people is essentially what is going on right now on all, every platform. Yeah. Um, so in some ways, yeah, like I'll make a video and be like, oh, this felt like a good one or this felt like a good idea. And it will, 
do, you know, perform better than average. Sure. Um, you know, might get a few million views or whatever, but then there have been videos where I'm like, I shouldn't even post this. This is lame, <laughs> but I just do it because I already recorded it. And then yeah. that one just goes, does well. It's, it's weird. And there's, and vice versa. There's been ones where I was like, dude, this is, this is a solid one. I could see this doing well. And then it just, it's dead, you know, name of so, the game. Oh, it is. It, that's exactly what it is. It's the name <laughs> of the game. And it's in some ways it can be discouraging, but it can also be encouraging um, because it kind of relieves the pressure of like, I'm not as worried about like the quality. Like you obviously want to post quality content, but that's not my necessarily like primary focus or like consumed by it. Uh, because I know that I could have a good video that I could look at and be like, this is probably one of my favorite videos I've ever made. And it just didn't perform well. And I know that it's not like a reflection of the video. It's just for whatever reason, the algorithm did, didn't push it out, you know? Yeah. Um, so for anybody that is trying to get into that space, don't be discouraged about like, oh, this episode of the podcast didn't do well, or this particular clip didn't do well, because sometimes it, it really is just random. No, exactly. And I think that's a super key point where it's like, it, it it's tough not to get caught up in it, but you can't really get caught up in it. You know, you just got to keep yeah. doing you, uh, enjoying what you're doing and yeah, putting out content that you enjoy making. Um, so I guess my last question on that would be like, do you have, as you've been doing this since COVID, uh, you know, back in the fine days too, like you've been transforming from social platforms and having continued yeah. success, any tips you found along the way, or maybe something you now would tell you back in the pandemic? Oh yeah. Um, uh, I mean, being that one of the trickier things about social media is being consistent. Cause like mm -hmm. there are ways where like, I'm not in the mood to like, just go spend an hour or two hours making this thing. Um, but I do believe that consistency definitely helps on a lot of these platforms. I think it's integrated into a lot of the algorithms of being consistent and posting consistently because as the platform creators, they want people to stay on their platform. It's mm -hmm. just the nature of it. So they might reward you for being consistent. That said, I would say some of the tips would be again, don't, don't turn it into something that you're posting for other necessarily other people post it for yourself mm -hmm. because you'll have more enjoyment out of it. And then that comes through on camera. Um, like whenever you're posting something that you, you enjoy, those videos are naturally going to probably perform better because people can feel that you're authentic. Yeah. Um, and when it's fake, it, it, people can kind of tell you're just posting this because everybody else is posting it. Sure. Um, so I would say, yeah, I mean, try to be consistent when you can but also take like healthy breaks because <laughs> it yeah. can consume you. Um, and then, and then post what, post what you like. Don't be discouraged. If something doesn't perform, just post something else, post something Love else. It. Don't worry so much about the quality of the content necessarily doesn't need to be perfect. You know, 4k video, just yeah. make it, throw it on there and let it ride. Now I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but he's all things movie, TV, gaming. So you got a favorite movie for us, favorite TV show, something that's oh uh, yeah, must check out. Oh man, um, individual movie is probably more difficult as far as a franchise. Star Wars has always been my favorite franchise. Um, it's one of the first movies I ever saw as a kid. It's something that I've just bonded over with my family, with even my relatives. Part of the reason why we have the podcast now is because it's one of the first things we ever saw. So naturally, I, I'm biased towards the franchise. Uh, there's a reason why there's a lot of lightsaber content on my page <laughs> from different companies yeah. because I cover a lot of Star Wars stuff. 
so I would say as a whole, Star Wars franchise has, has you know, always been uh, like a big part of just my childhood growing up mm-hmm. watching those movies. Anything Christopher Nolan, love it. They're always great. Yes. Uh, can't can't go wrong. TV shows. Uh, favorite TV show of all time. Um, I can name a couple, but I think Breaking Bad has to be up there. Yep. Breaking Bad's very good uh, through and through, beginning to end. Uh, Game of Thrones has its ups and ups and downs. Yep. But it's a good story. Uh, yeah. Probably probably yeah. Breaking Bad is got is up there. I'm with you on Nolan. I think I, I literally love every single one of his movies. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Is uh, have you? Is it uh, as great? I'm, as I'm going to see it today. I'm okay. going. Good luck. Uh, for maybe the first time, I'm going by myself to the IMAX to go see Oppenheimer because I was like, I'm about to leave to go out of town tomorrow. Sure. And I'm like, dude, I, I got to see this before I leave. I've been avoiding too much stuff on social media around it. So I got to see it. <laughs> yeah, I got to keep an eye out then. Uh, Nathan underscore Messer one on Instagram, Nathan underscore Messer on TikTok. Uh, success in content creation and on the hardwood, right? You were leading. We knew each other from high school. You were leading our team. I was giving you water. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, it's more than that. But then we you had, let you. Uh, yeah, that was a great team. Uh, really, that I mean, just like you know, that team together, we just grew up. I felt like you know, you know, that's a whole yeah. different story about varsity athletics and how that could bring a team together, but um success into college as well as a d1 athlete just touch on kind of your career there before content creation right yeah yeah and honestly that's part of the reason why my content kind of there's there's a gap from the vine days to not really posting at all for you know five or six years there in college five years i say um yeah i mean i you know obviously went to the same high school played basketball big part of my life growing up pretty much consumed everything i did (laughs) um uh, you know, for better and for worse, but right. you know, it obviously led to some cool opportunities. So I'm very thankful for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, after high school, I went on to Navy. I played there division one basketball for two years. And then, um, you know, after two years, I kind of, kind of realized it wasn't the career I was looking for. Um, obviously going to an academy like that, my, a dream of mine was playing division one basketball, mm-hmm. but uh, there's bigger things outside of sports and athletics. And that's kind of when a lot of that started hitting me and it wasn't really the career I was looking for. So I ended up transferring locally back to kind of the Missouri area to Truman state university where I finished my career playing basketball there mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, my younger brother ended up coming to Truman. So we got to play together. Oh, um, no yeah, basketball has been, been a huge part of my life. My older brother trains professional athletes still for basketball. So I get to, hop in and help him out with that a lot. So basketball, even though I'm on social media doing all this stuff, basketball is still a huge part of my life. (laughs) Definitely. That's great to hear. Hey, I'm excited to continue following your journey and success. This is Nathan Messer, Nathan underscore Messer one on Instagram, Nathan underscore Messer on TikTok. Hey man, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Go enjoy Oppenheimer and hope to talk soon. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Like I said, thanks again for, uh, for having me on. I wish you all the success too. Appreciate it.